Hello, friends, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Energy Report with me, Rebecca Conran, on the New Story podcast coming to you from Bristol in the UK now. Um, For you that have listened to me before or just tuning in, yes, my voice has changed a little bit. I'm back in my British roots. Um, It'll probably be a bit weird. (laughs) Sometimes I'm going to sound very American and sometimes I'm going to sound quite British um, and uh, that's because I'm I'm pretty much both at this point. But anyway, I want to start today's uh, podcast with a little bit of grounding and a little bit of breathing and please don't just skip ahead of this. Um, this podcast is a shared space so when you listen to my voice you actually tap into my energy and you share your own energy with me so I want you to just take a moment Um, we're not going to do anything special you don't have to get on some pillow or something like that and sit cross-legged or anything I just want you to tune in to your intention and I want you to just consider what energy you're bringing to our um, channel today and um, we can shift it if it's very frenetic um, and sort of restless and ungrounded by just taking a deep breath and just feel your feet and just tune into your body for a moment you don't have to close your eyes Just intend through your action, your breath and your even pushing your feet into the ground or just stretching out the toes that you will help anchor your own energy, be responsible for the energy that you bring to this collective channel And just ask your own guides, your own higher self, your own higher power to support you in being protected, grounded, responsible in your own energy, but that you be uplifted in your energy and that you get exactly what you need from this podcast in the right amount today. And that it be for your highest good and the highest good of all beings, whatever we share between us. Thank you, friends. I appreciate you for taking the moment to tap into that and to do that properly. Um, yeah, at the moment I am, I'm in the UK, I'm in Bristol. I don't, I'm in a little hotel. I don't have... A forever home yet but I'm getting to the point where I will need to soon because all of my stuff is on a boat being shipped over here and it'll be here in two weeks so the next two weeks are um, an interesting time for me and as I was looking and preparing for this energy report today um, you know I think I think one of the most important things about this final stretch of Aquarius season is how connected to Pluto it is. So, you know, every Aquarius season, we're going to 
connect with Pluto while Pluto's in Aquarius. So that means that Aquarius season becomes extremely focused on freedom, freeing oneself, because so much about Pluto is about freedom. It's the freedom to transform. It's the freedom to change. You know, we, we absolutely need that freedom in order to embody the Pluto th themes. So I think that, um, yes, for the next 21 years, every time we're in, Plu in Aquarius season, we're going to feel wherever degree we're at with uh, Pluto and Aquarius. And um, right now we're at that beginning degree. And so as the new moon, as Mercury went into Aquarius, as the new moon was in Aquarius, now we've got Mars and, and, um, and Venus entering Aquarius this week. They all conjunct Pluto and have this terrific moment with it where um, we feel the freedom in the mind. We feel the freedom in the emotions. We feel the freedom in the action. We feel the freedom in the self-worth. I mean, every single piece of us is getting a realignment right now. So let's just quickly look at this degree of Aquarius, this first degree. Um, and I'm going to read to you from Inside Degrees by Elias Lonsdale. If you listen to me for a while, you know I often refer to this book. Another great um, book on the degrees is The Sabian Symbols by Dr. Mark Edmund Jones. Um, I'm sure there are other really good books too. Um, I just find it helpful to kind of look at both of them and to sometimes um, see what sticks out. So what sticks out to you today, you can you can have a listen and see what sticks out to you. Aquarius, the first degree, a two-headed calf. Taking a good look at things with an eager eye brings you right into the middle of the dilemma of polarities. As you stand there, faced with the different sides, you are impartial. Neither side pulls you more sharply than the other. Immense opportunity, huge challenge. You have vital potential for brilliant synthesis, but a subtle temptation to think too long. A schooling in alchemy in every moment. Do you find what is ready to emerge or do you think about it? Progressive evolution draws you through your mistakes into all that can be. I found with the energy last week with the Merc Mercury entering um, Pluto, uh, entering Aquarius and then conjuncting with Pluto. Um, you know, for me right now, I'm just going to apply it to myself because this is, you know, I'm going through an experience as a human being too. So I, I, I see things with my clients, but I also feel things myself, obviously. And uh, one of the challenges for me is to not let my, and probably for everybody, um, is to not let my thinking side um, challenge my intuitive side. You know, um, it's really easy to rationalize. And I think of myself as quite a pragmatic person. Um, I definitely like to make a plan. And and, uh, and right now, I am not planning. I'm really allowing myself to be guided. And what that means is... I'm choosing what's right for me moment to moment. And 
trying not to be guided by my fear and my rational mind. So my rational mind might say, well, you better just pick a place to live uh, because your stuff is coming and you need to park it somewhere. <laughs> and uh, it's expensive to live in temporary housing. And so my rational mind is like, has all these ideas, right? Has all these fears and all these obstacles it's up against. But my intuitive mind says, you'll know the right thing when you see it. And you have always known the right thing when you saw it. And those are the things to trust. Um, similarly, you know, I am having some body work done and the person that I felt called to do. And the person said that I would need a certain amount of sessions. But I know in my intuitive self, I knew before I went what I was guided to do. And, um, and listening to that guidance. Many years ago, I, I learned in a very difficult way to not trust the instincts of others when they're contrary to my own. So I work with my mentors, um, and even as such, they might have a feeling of something for me, and if that doesn't align with my own feeling for myself, um, I have to go with my own gut. I have to go with myself and trust myself. Um, and years ago, I learned very in a very tough way why, how important that is, um, an imperative. And so right now, the challenge is to, you know, stand in a place of peace while things are so, you know, just like the reading said, in the polarity, in the dilemma, without letting your mind carry you away from your higher calling, your, your higher guidance. Um, anybody that's listened to me for a long time, I consider myself a highly magical person in terms of I've seen really magical things happen in my life. Um, and I have felt that very special things have just come out of nowhere, um, or have been intuitively guided magical things. One, one might say, um, but again, I'm a very practical person. I'm naturally a skeptic. Um, I question things and I, I don't, I don't live in a world where I'm not aware and, um, familiar with and prepared for difficulties to arise. I know they will, they always will, no matter how much magical thinking and, and positive thinking that you might experience, you still need to grieve and you still are going to experience sadness and scarcity and um, confusion. And these are just natural things. And um, you might be feeling intuitively guided in your own life and still feel very sad for the dilemma of what's going on in the world and for the pain that other people are experiencing. So what's my point with this? Well, just tuning into that degree, that um, first degree of Aquarius and remembering that those themes 
of finding the balance and the polarity are going to really um, keep showing themselves up this week. Like they're going to keep showing up this week and to um, remember that it's a huge challenge and a massive opportunity. Um, so let's get into the nuts and bolts. Monday the 12th, we start with the moon in Aries. Um, and we have Mars in Capricorn at the anoretic degree. So the final degree of Mars in Capricorn. So Mars in Capricorn, it's very much, it's very ambitious. It's, it, it has goals. It has financial goals that it wants to meet. It's singularly focused. It's very self-oriented. Um, um, it wants to do the work it wants to do and get shit done on its own terms. And um, the moon in Aries is, and at the anoretic degree, it's tense. You know, it's like frustrated if it's not getting its way. It's um, angry if it has challenges or if people are not on the same page. And the moon in Aries is going to fire this up too. And we might see a lot of selfishness um, kind of rearing its way. Um, and I think that this is a time to really be protective of your own energy. And if you feel anger and frustration coming up, especially with the moon in Aries, you know, create those boundaries for yourself. But create those boundaries without um, being defensive and without projecting your hurt outwardly onto other people you're absolutely entitled to be angry and be frustrated and to have good boundaries and to say no and to, um, it doesn't need a caveat of like revenge or hatefulness or spitefulness or defensiveness it doesn't need an explanation um, just hold that space around yourself without making it a space that then, you know, carries on harm to others or, or, um, is inadvertently not an open place for love to excel too. Um, on Tuesday, the 13th, Mars is going to enter Aquarius. And I think, yes, it's a positive, um, energy, I, I think, um, I think it's very much about action oriented towards the intuitive, towards the absolutely um, magical and wonderful energy that can come through spirit, I think is available to us, especially as we enter into Pisces season two. Um, but, you know, Aquarius main themes are being an individual right? And being a humanitarian. It's, it's the individual and the individual's role within the collective. And so with Mars, that action and anger energy is, is really dri driving us to be an individual. But with it conjuncting Pluto the next day, um, we feel intense and passionate about the things we need freedom from. Um, it really depends on what you're experiencing, where you're going to see this manifesting in your life, um, whether it's in relationships or in your work life or whatever it is, your ambition to yourself, you're just your own behavior. Um, but I think of um, this energy, it's, it's going to be intense. We're going to see 
rebelliousness out pictured. Um, sometimes rebelliousness is really necessary um, for our collective. It's a it's a disruptive energy, but it's sometimes things have to be disrupted to change the status quo. But um, I like to think of what we could use this energy as a peaceful warrior. You know, um, we want win-win solutions. We want for, like when I think of the people that are in the world and they're causing so much harm and they're hoarding so much wealth, um, when I think of what I want for them, I don't think, oh God, I wish they would get their comeuppance. You know, I wish that they would be killed like they kill other people and things like that. I think I wish that their heart would expand. I wish that they felt loving towards self and towards others. Um, and in that way, you know, while I all also wish for them to end their projection of pain, I wish for them to solve that, that conundrum of what's going on within and to find some kind of peace as well as holding a strong boundary that um, my energy is not to be drawn in, you know. Um, as anybody does, you know, I've, I find people project their pain um, their anger and sometimes they direct it towards me and I used to try to have a conversation with people sometimes I do um, to kind of quell that but at this point in my life when people are projecting their pain and they're projecting their anger and they're not in charge of their own feelings um, the best thing to do in my mind is to just really remove yourself, your own energy from the equation, meaning not meaning that you ghost somebody or something, meaning that you're aware that it's someone else's kind of circus and you can observe it, you can feel compassion for them, you can feel your boundaries, but you're not going to participate in it and um, you're not going to allow yourself to be drawn into it in, in your own head conversation with them or talking to other, complaining and venting to other people about it. You're just choosing to not align with that um, energetic story. And I think that's going to be really important for us in terms of where we're freeing ourselves. It's like, don't waste your own energy. Don't waste your own energy. I think that's something so important for us to be tapped into right now. Um, you know those areas where you might waste your own energy. You know, somebody tries to engage you in some kind of a debate or argument or whatever, and you can see, you can see that it's about the drama, it's about the crisis, it's about that energy, that tension. And someone else is really wanting you to feed them that energy and help them to, to maintain that cycle in their own life. And this is really a time to say, no, not my circus. On 
Thursday, the 15th, Venus is going to be in the anoretic degree of Capricorn. So yes, this is a big week. We've got Mars in the anoretic, then Mars in Aquarius, then Mars conjunct Pluto, Venus in the anoretic, then Friday we've got Venus entering Aquarius, and then Saturday we've got Venus conjunct Pluto, and Sun in, Air in Aquarius in the anoretic, and then Sunday we go, we head into Pisces. So this is the anoretic degree, think of it as endings, release, um, the end of a chapter, the end of a storyline, uh, the end of something. It's a release degree, something, we've come full circle. There's something here that we're not going to move forward with. And it's going to take our willpower and our, um, our consciousness to know what that is for us and to act in accordance with those changes that need to take place within us, whether they're changes in our belief system, changes in our actions, a mix of the two, only we will know. And as Venus is in the anoretic degree on Thursday, you know, Venus is how we give and receive love, um, but it has a lot to do with our self-worth and um, what we value and what we believe in. And so in Capricorn, we've been sort of figuring out what we're ambitious for, what we want to be dedicated to um, and committed to. And um, our, our goals are really front and center. Um, what we want to build in reality from a spiritual world is really um, been at play. And so as we enter into Aquarius tension, because Aquarius is very future-oriented, Capricorn is very goal-oriented. So the Capricorn is like, it wants to kind of meet these goals and, and get where it needs to get. And in Aquarius, we're like, oh my goodness, we have so far to go. <laughs> to make the future in what we want it to be. And on Friday the 16th, as Venus enters Aquarius, we have Mercury squaring Uranus too. So the mind is like in for some mental breakthroughs. It's it's um, in for some surprises, some mental surprises and communication surprises. There's tension here um, as we sort of feel a pull between our earthly desires and those goals, those material goals that we have that, and rightly so, um, we live in a material world. And I don't mean material like money. I mean material like everything in the world is, is made of, is material, right? Like how we eat, where we sleep, all of these things. It's important to us to have, um, are a grounded experience with the material world, but it's just as important to connect Father Sky to that, which is is that Aquarius energy. You know, it's it's marrying the beautiful, intuitive world that we have with the material world and finding a balance between the two. So allow for whatever the tension is um, 
manifesting is to be conscious through it and notice it and be there for it you know and and work with it in a in a way where you are conscious of it you're not trying to stifle it or pretend it's not there but you're trying to soothe it um as a very loving and um uh, and caring parent would um on saturday the 17th we've got venus conjunct pluto and then sun at the last degree of aquarius so this is it could be very tense i mean i'm i i wouldn't even want to guess what's going to happen in the world this this week but i would think that there will be some some things flaring up um as we need this these breakthroughs so badly we need these paradigm shifts so greatly as a as a collective and those paradigm shifts are made up of all of our individual paradigm shifts and so um you know when i think about my own life i think of like my ambition for me is to continue to live as a free person so that means that i am aware of my choice in the world and i'm choosing moment to moment my how i perceive my experience and i'm aware of it and in doing that i'm able to align and hone my experience so that it is more focused and geared towards um my joy and expansion and optimism and less geared towards the inherited traits that i have um that come from fear and that's my personal ambition to be a free person and to be a free person to me means an internal freedom and as i have that internal freedom i also have external freedom too because it does correlate it does manifest as um being free and i don't know how many of you that are listening know some of my experience but um i didn't go to college i wasn't set up in the world by my parents in fact i was thrown out <laughs> by my parents and set up for failure if anything um in terms of um I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness and we were going to, I was going to be a, the plan for me was that I was going to be a door-to-door -door salesman of the Bible um, and live a very, a very modest experience um, and just wait for Armageddon to come any minute. <laughs> and so I was really conditioned to live in a doomsday experience where I wasn't set up for living in the material world and anything that I have today is really born from being an internally free person. Um, so any kind of financial freedom that I have is, is part of that, is part of, um, I guess being a, both a pragmatic person, but also a magical thinking person, you know, at my root. I would do whatever it takes to take care of myself. I have no qualms with cleaning houses and, you know, picking up garbage or 
doing anything really. I don't really give a shit. Um, because I understand that we just all have to take care of ourselves. But sometimes I am, you know, my life has also geared me in a way that I've been able to excel at a skill of being an energy healer and a, and a, and a guide to other people. And that life has its own exchange too. And, um, and oftentimes like I marry my practical side with my very spiritual side. And I think that is just the balance that's necessary in our day and age, you know, to not assume that one day the more spiritual you get, you'll just be free of any kind of difficulties. You won't have any challenges. Money will always flow freely. It just never works like that. That's not the way it is. Um, but your internal process can make it that it is not as challenging because you don't come from a place of fear. And so I think with this freedom energy, this Aquarius freedom energy, it's all about um, freeing ourselves from the obstacles of our conditioned thought process and from the fears that we have that keep us from choosing um, to be free moment to moment and really, and really allowing that. You know, when we're in our defensiveness, when we're in our um, victimization, we're not free. And we don't experience the lightness within. When we know that there's nothing that could take away from the dignity of your soul and your spirit, then we know that we're free. And then we can actually breathe a deep sigh of relief. Before I switch gears, I want to I wanna just come back to Mars and, and Venus in Aquarius and their relationship to... Uh, to um, relationships. Um, so starting with Mars and Aquarius, you know, it is here to innovate how we act and our desires, um, that, that energy and motion that we have, that spirit and motion, um, the Aquarius energy, it's radical, it's independent. And with the Pluto, we don't want to feel controlled. We want to feel, um, that we can really be ourselves, um, anything that feels like an albatross around our neck is going to garner our anger and frustration with this energy. Um, we could feel contrarian, argumentative, and um, there is some self-destructive uh, tendencies to this energy too. Um, but I think the most important part when it comes to relationships and, and love and sex and desire with Mars and Aquarius is that it's really open. It, it's here to be open and to not judge um, others and their choices and what is different. It, you know, we really want to um, enjoy and be grateful for the differences and the dynamic um, human uh, species with that has so much to teach us. Um, I think one of the most difficult things for people when our sexualities differ from one another, especially in romantic relationships, is that we automatically make it personal. Um, it feels very personal, right? Like we will think, well, if I was different, then this person would love me, or why doesn't this person love me the way that I need to be loved? 
And we often make something that's not personal, it's intrinsic about someone else, it's someone else's desires and needs. Um, we make it uh, about our own victimization. We victimize ourselves with someone else's desires. And I think, um, you know, where we differ with other people, it's showing us um, that we're actually not in alignment with that person. And we may have gone to a nice and deep place with somebody, um, but we may not be able to go further than that. And that is an important part of relationships is actually um, accepting that and noticing it, seeing it, accepting it, and knowing that it's not personal. <laughs> it's not about we can't work it out or our pickers off or whatever. Um, you know, in relationship, relationships are getting to know another person. It takes a really long time to do that. It takes a really long time to know oneself. Um, I know in my own personal experience that um, I've been in very loving relationships where our sexualities don't, aren't a match for one another. And really that's more of whatever our desires and needs are, aren't a match. That doesn't mean that those persons aren't amazing persons, aren't um, loving friends and, and family members to me. Um, it means that um, the relationship did what it needed to do. And then at some point we became aware that the relationship wasn't fully aligned in a way that our conscious minds wanted it to be. And I think along with the Venus entering, and so with the Pluto conjunction too, we're really going to be feeling these differences. And it's so important to not victimize yourself with the desires that someone else carries. Like they're just not about you and don't make it about you <laughs> in terms of, yes, we can be disappointed when things don't align, align properly, properly. Of course, we could be sad. Um, those are feelings to be honored, but to not make it about our self-worth and to not make it about um, like disappointment in life itself. And this goes into the Venus into Aquarius energy too. Um, one person is never going to be able to wear all the hats of your social needs. That's never going to happen. And it's an illusion and one that keeps us either trapped in relationships that don't work or unhappy in relationships that actually do work um, is this idea that one person is going to meet all your needs and is going to fulfill all your emotional and sexual desires. Um, that's just not true, okay? Um, there's a beauty in connecting with and giving and receiving on different levels with different individuals. And you may connect with someone sexually, but not culturally or musically, but not philosophically. You might have friends who you enjoy doing material life things like food and fitness. And then you might have those who you get deeply spiritual with. And so this is also a time to really open yourself up to receiving what you need from the avenues where it's available and not judging those that can only go so far with you. Um, and not victimizing yourself in those situations. Um, 
where your expectations are giving you a sense of disillusionment, but your expectations are off. They're not based in reality. Aquarius teaches us to meet others where they are, not where we want them to be, and to see it as a blessing when things change. Um, and, and, uh, and when we expand in our social circle and in our relationships and in our um, lives. So Venus conjunct Pluto is going to bring some probably shocking and explosive shifts to relationships that need transformation. Venus in Aquarius, it's an opportunity to love others because of their differences to us and not in spite of them. Can you be open to receiving love from all your experiences and from all humans in your life? Can you give love freely to all humans regardless of what they can do for you? And I think when you can, you will experience a deep, deep freedom within as well. So it's a good time to experiment in romance, to experiment in sex and, and love and uh, be social, be independent, um, you know, feel yourself, express love freely. That doesn't mean, you know, be um, into, doesn't mean, you know, focus on self-gratification, but it does mean to just be open and open your heart. Um, so Pisces season on Sunday, we are officially entering it. This is a time when we're much closer to ourselves and one another through our sensory modes, a time when our creativity is heightened and information's coming into our energy bodies. It's in a, in an, a very intense way. Um, Pisces is the last energy of the Zodiac and it has an understanding of all the other energies. Um, if this is not worked with positively, then it can manifest as taking on the issues of others. Um, or manifesting the shadow of them. But when we use this energy helpfully, um, we can see the beauty in almost anything and we can really turn it into a channel for unconditional love. Pisces season actually marks the end of our energy year. So this is a time to really, this next four weeks, we want to take stock of the last year of our life. This is really like our you know, Aries season is probably is really like our new year. It's like this is a time when we start to really set intentions. Um, so we want to start to slow down and feel our emotions and emotional state at the end of the week. Um, feel our motivations to our actions and reactions. Um, it's an invitation to feel and to see ourselves in oneness and to really start to offer up compassion rather than judgment. We end this week on the 18th with the moon in Cancer and sun entering Pisces. So it's a very mushy kind of home-oriented, um, you know, cuddly, like spend time with your pets, with your loved one, with children, um, play, be creative, watch movies that inspire you, listen to books and and read books and listen to music that inspires you um really just enjoy like a big cuddle from the universe on this day and it might not feel like that externally but find your piece of home sacred home magic on this day 
All right, my friends. So that's the end of this energy report. Um, I have been having some issues with my computer. I think my battery is shit the bed, so I need to uh, get it fixed. So if for some reason this energy report uh, the week after this is not live, please know that it, it may have to do with that. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, if you are interested in learning about your personal astrology, I recommend booking a one-on-one -on -one session with me. Um, helps to kind of align you with your own spiritual purpose, the lessons and themes that are most paramount to you right now. Look in your own chart. Where, where does Aquarius fall in your chart? That's the chart. That's the area that's going to be most lit up by these themes right now. Uh, we all have Aquarius somewhere in our chart. If you're looking for more of, uh, if you have some questions about timing and things going on, maybe an astrology forecast is for you. It's a recorded reading from me. And um, those are available on my website too, www.rebeccaconran.com, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-C-O-N-R-A-N.com. And um, I look forward to connecting with you next week. Thank you to our patrons who help um, this uh, podcast to be available. And I'll leave you with a quote today from Nelson Mandela. To be free is not merely to cast off one's chains but to live in a way that respects and enhances the freedom of others. Okay, lots of love. Bye-bye.